You're listening to Chewing the Fat On Demand. Okay, just relax. Just relax. Just relax. Look, I know the headline was Hershey plans to roll out Reese's cups that are 40% thinner. And all of you went crazy, all wound up, got mad, started thinking. I did the same thing. I saw the headline, Hershey plans to roll out Reese's cups that are 40% thinner. What? No, that can't be. Thinking that they were going to replace the old Reese's. You know, Reese's peanut butter cups, number one on the list of the Halloween candy bars. But no, relax, take a breath. It's okay. What they're going to do is they're rolling out the Reese's cup that is 40% thinner than the original, but the original is still going to be the round, right? They just want to, you know, Reese's thins, that kind of thing. So it'll be a little smaller, little bites. They'll be worth it. And then you still can step up to the, to the main one, the main Reese's. And there's also the bigger Reese's that you can get too. Not that I've, had any before, but I like the little Reese's cups, you know, the little wrapped Reese's cups. Those are these, you can go through a bag of those and not realize that you've gone through a bag until it's gone and you're sick to your stomach for a little while. <laughs> and I'm sure the serving size on that is, you know, Three, three little cups, serving size, 800 calories. So you eat the entire bag of 500. That's a, that's a number of calories, number of calories. But anyway, I just wanted to let you know, relax. It's okay. The regular Reese's are not going away. Reese's are just, they're developing another product that's going to be the cup 40% thinner than the original. But the original is still going to be here. So relax. Okay. Relax. It's okay. We also got news. I'm sure you'll you know hear all around. It'll be big news for some news people uh, outside of um, Donald Trump and the caravan and Hillary Clinton uh, being a racist and uh, saying uh, all black people look the same. Um, she really didn't call and say what. To be fair, we're supposed to be fair, right? We're supposed to actually have some sort of fairness in the way we cover things and we're supposed to not just beat up people simply because uh they said something we're not supposed to take it out of context because we always argue take it in context she was in an interview and she was asked about something that cory booker did but it wasn't cory booker who did it it was uh what's his face the attorney general former attorney general Yeah, Eric Holder. So she said, and she knew right off back, oh, that was Eric Holder. And she was saying it to the the interviewer. Oh, they all look alike. I know all black people look alike. And the interviewer said, oh, touche, good one. You know, getting back at her. She didn't say that. She was saying that the the interviewer thought that. Now, on a side note, it's Hillary Clinton, so just beat her up. To drive her into the ground. I mean, just beat her up. 
Why is she even out there? Is she helping any of the Democrats at all? Really, I don't think that she is. But she's still out there. And uh, we did get some sad news. Uh, That's where I started with this as I walked down the Hillary Clinton road. Uh, Whitey Bulger found dead in prison. Remember Whitey? Big time Boston gangster. Uh, the latest movie for with Johnny Depp, Black Mass, was about Whitey. Uh, there's been all kinds of, uh, there's been three or four big documentaries on Whitey. He was a big time gangster for years out of Boston. And uh, uh, remember the in, in the um, the town, the movie The Town. I love The Town. That wasn't really about Whitey, but those characters, um, like the the guy, the flower, the flower head guy of the gangsters in the town, he was kind of, uh, you know, Whitey-ish. You know, those are the kind of characters that Whitey was. was. And uh, he was in Florida. They just moved him to another prison and uh, found dead. Hey, why did we move him? He was 89, so it's not like a surprise. And he was not really the healthiest of 89s. So, uh, you know, it was not a surprise that he's dead, but it would be a surprise if he died of natural causes. I'm sure he died of a slip and fall. Oops. Oops. But he was on the run for a long time. I mean, they just found him a few years ago in California. He was with his girlfriend and uh, living in Santa Monica. And uh, they got arrested. The girlfriend's still in prison for harboring a fugitive. He was one of the top ten on the top ten list for a long time. Uh, anyway, Whitey, we lost him. I know, sad, sad too. We do have some news about uh, something that I would think you need to be concerned about. We all travel from time to time, and we stay in hotels. Some are you know two star, three star, four star, five star, wherever you stay. Some may be one star. If you stay in a two-star or below, that's almost camping. That's what I consider camping. Uh, you know, my wife and my wife and son go camping, and they actually camp. <laughs> you know, do not doing that. I was forced to do that as a child. Not doing that as an adult. But we've all seen the worker carts in the hallway and we want to uh you know maybe deep pocket something not me but other people shampoos towels whatever whatever little accoutrements they put in the room for you now this story out of delaware uh is a little frightening because these two hotel workers were fighting over one hotel worker thinking the other hotel worker took her pine saw. And so I'm not messing with those carts anymore because these people are wound up, man. It's serious business. You took my pine saw. No, I didn't. So they got in the break room. They started fighting over the pine saw saying, you took my stuff. You took my stuff. Uh, the one lady uh, took a knife out and stabbed her. Stabbed her right in the lower extremity. Ooh, that's never good when it's reported as the lower extremity. Now, the lady who did the stabbing, once the police arrived, 
started walking away with her hands in front of her like, I got nothing, I got nothing. And uh, they told her to turn around and she dropped the knife. So uh, that's what you need to be careful with in any hotel across America, really anywhere in the world, but for sure here in America. Um, (laughs) Don't take anything off of those carts or you're going to get stabbed. Whether you're a co-worker or a guest. Did you take my pine saw? Yes, I did. And here it is. If you if you took something and they ask you, admit to it. Don't say no. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. I was just using it. <laughs> no, I didn't take your pine saw. Stabbed. No, I didn't take that shampoo. Stabbed. I had eight towels on this cart. Did you take one? No, I didn't take one. Stabbed. I mean, don't mess around. Can we come in and clean your room? Absolutely. 100%. Come on in, clean it, take care of everything. Or you might go the other way. Really. Housekeeping. Later. Later. Please. Plus, you get a better deal at some hotels, right, if you if you don't do housekeeping every day. That's what we were. We talked about that story not long ago, that the, the unions were all upset because uh they're telling people they get a better deal if they're greener and not have housekeeping every day but then when they leave housekeeping comes in and the place is trashed for three days then it takes more work to clean it up and less help and less time i don't know whose side to be on i'm on the side of i'm at a hotel come and take care i want service i want clean towels i want fresh sheets i want it all i want the bed made i want the little mint on the pillow I won't take your pine saw, though, I promise. You ever feel the need to just be alone? You just want alone time. Now, I see this story, and I I kind of, I mean, it makes sense, 100%. Half of Americans retreat to their cars to find alone time. Now, I know... I like the time I spend in my automobile alone. I don't retreat to it, though, for alone time. Um, I guess that would be I've got to go for a drive. I don't necessarily do that, but I get it. But I do like the alone time. But as I'm reading this story, and this was the IKEA report that came out a while ago, um, it talked about... um, People feeling at home. And the headline is more than half of Americans, as I said, a retreat to their cars to find alone time. But as we go through what the story said, it just talks about um, how people in the study said uh, a person needs to have five core emotional needs met. Comfort, security, ownership, privacy, and belonging. A majority of people around the world don't feel at home in their residence and seek a a way to fulfill those needs elsewhere. I guess that'd be in the car, right? One third of people from around the world say there are places where they feel more at home than their residence. One fifth of those surveyed two years ago uh, said the same thing. So more now. A quarter of the respondents living with family or alone said they felt their privacy, security, and comfort needs are not being met. Well, if you're living alone, that's your fault. 
<laughs> and if you're living with someone else, it's your choice to live with them. Guess what? Nobody is saying to you, you must live with this person. You, that's, that's up, it's not up to anyone else. I, I don't understand. Although I will say, I do understand the, the households that have extended family living with them. And there are those households out there. You know, you have, you have, you have the wife and you have the kids and the in-laws. You know, other family members, maybe the, you know, the in-laws, nephews, nieces, stuff like that. In and out, moving in and out, stuff like that. Where you, where it's, it's nice when you, you were to come home and I'm not, I don't have any examples for you other than my life. Uh, It's nice when you come home and, uh, you know, no one is there. It's like, oh, I'm home. I don't have to retreat to the closet. <laughs> so I get that. I do. But it does explain why people are all wound up about the new cars. Uh, I, I found it really like, well, of course they have cameras on them. But the new driver monitoring systems that are in the new cars, um, you know, they, they, they have the uh, Super Cruise system. Available in the new Cadillacs, uh, that uh, everybody loves the idea of the cameras that are outside the car. Uh, but these newer cars actually also have a camera inside the car looking at you. And it's supposed to be for your safety. And uh, it once activated, a small infrared camera tracks the driver's eyes to assess whether they're watching the road, what they're doing. And, it's, and they get flashing lights on the steering wheel. The seat vibrates. Pretty soon, it's just going to stop. It'll just pull you over. People don't like that. And I, I get that. And that's your, that's, your, that's your downtime, right? That's your alone time. We did the, people want to retreat to their cars to feel safe and secure and alone. And you get in your car and you hear, hello, why aren't we moving? I just wanted to be alone and sit in my driveway and feel safe. Take the keys from the ignition, please. If you don't do that, I'll have to report you. I mean, that's, that's where we're getting to, really. You're going to sit down and... I'm not driving, I'm just sitting here. Your eyes are not open. Your eyes are not open. Police are going to show up big time. Big time. Did I mention that it was the end of the month and the police were busy writing tickets on the interstates? Did I mention that yesterday? Huh. I did. I know I did mention it on at Jeffy MRA, Jeff Fisher Radio both Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. Because I saw, amazingly, that uh, the police had drive time, morning drive time drivers pulled over. Huh. It's the end of the month. I wonder why that would be. But the most frustrating part of that, and I get the whole quotas, though there's not quotas. Yes, there's quotas. And we're going to tickets, and you should follow the law no matter what day it is. I got it. And thank the, you know, I'm glad that the police are out there 
doing what they do. But if I have paid to drive on a road, and I'm talking about, I know everybody, everybody's paid for the roads, Jeff. They're paid for with tax dollars, I know. But if I have paid separately, other than tax dollars, I've paid separately out of money that I've earned to the entity that the government says I have to pay it to, to allow me to drive on a road, on a toll road, says you get a little sticker and you can drive on this road and we've okayed it and it's going to be a a toll expressway and so I've paid extra to drive on this road and now you're going to give me a ticket on top of that no pull those people over over that road pull those people over my road I should be able to drive 8,000 miles an hour on Right? Right? No, right? (laughs) Yes. Damn right, right. All right, before we go to the water cooler and get a drink, I want to tell you about uh, the West Coast actually has a new estate for sale for $245 million. It was the home... uh, at one time of the chairman and CEO of Univision. Uh, it's in the Bel Air Enclave of Los Angeles, 10 acres. And I look at the picture and I'm thinking, wait a minute. I know that house. And it's the Beverly Hillbillies house. I can't believe the Beverly Hillbillies house is for sale. Are you kidding me? The Cement Pond? So California is a place you ought to be. They loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly, baby. I put in the baby. That's not really in the song. So they're looking to sell it for $245 million, which would be the uh, most expensive home listed. $245 million. So if you're, uh, let's say, looking to sell your house, looking to buy your house, looking to buy the Beverly Hills mansion from former Univision CEO and home of the Beverly Hillbillies, the Clampets, realestateagentsitrust.com can help you with that. realestateagentsitrust.com. Look, if you've tried to sell a home before, you know how difficult it can be. Uh, whether you've sold one, two, multiple homes, there everyone has their horror story of how difficult it had been to sell a home. And uh, I'm sure you're no exception. But if you're trying to sell the home you have right now, let's bypass that. Let's let's create a great story. Let's create a story where you can say, I wanted to sell our house uh, a little bit ago, and it worked out great. And why did it work out great? Because I went to realestateagentsitrust.com. We've assembled the best agents all over America. Let them earn your business. They're highly rated agents. They want to get the job done. And... There are so many different avenues to use in today's world rather than just sticking a for sale sign in front of your home. Let realestateagentsitrust.com do that for you and sell your home for the most money. realestateagentsitrust.com. I don't know who the agent is selling the uni- the former Univision home and the Beverly Hills, the Clampett's house in Beverly Hills, but it's going to sit there for a while unless they use realestateagentsitrust.com. 
Let's go get a drink. Go ahead, take a drink. Oh, so good. I mean this. Coke should be a sponsor. Coke Zero should be a sponsor of this podcast. But if you were to ask them, they'd say, why would we need to be? He advertises for us every day. Why does he need, why do we need to sponsor it? Because, I mean, I don't know, pay me money to do it would be great. Even though now I'm just paying you and doing it for free, which is kind of dumb actually on my part. Did I say that I was drinking Coke Zero? Man, was I wrong. You know what I'm drinking? I'm drinking cold water. Out of the tap. I'm not even drinking bottled water. It would take, I don't know, a sponsor to get me to drink a soda. A cold soda. Be interesting if it was a possible sponsor of Coca-Cola, let's say. Uh, and Coke Zero. Coke Zero Sugar. The new Coke Zero. So anyway, there's apparently uh, four or five new restaurant chains uh, coming from uh, outside of America that we have to start looking for. Uh, that are going to be coming here to the States very soon that we can say, hey, when did that start? Did you know about Costa Coffee? C-O-S-T-A Coffee? It's already the largest coffee chain in the United Kingdom. Second only to Starbucks in global standing, which is amazing because I never heard of it. Uh, Costa Coffee. Um, The cafe operator is poised for a major expansion surge because it's planned acquisition by the coca-cola company speaking of coca-cola you know what goes good with coke zero costa coffee they could become a sponsor of this broadcast too so be looking for costa coffee because uh, that's going to be really big you ever heard of princey uh spiretto di milano p-r-i-n-c-i princey it's a bakery cafe concept already in the U.S. through its partnership with Starbucks. Um, so that'll be coming more and more prints. They've already uh, got some prototypes out there. Uh, features freshly made items for breakfast, lunch, dinner, egg-based dishes, pizzas, soups, salads, sandwiches. So, I mean, there's plenty of uh, uh, restaurant chains out there doing that, but not with Starbucks, right? Uh, same with, uh, be on the lookout for Paris Baguette, or maybe it's just Patty Baguette. It's a bakery chain, again, grew out of South Korea, not Paris. <laughs> like that. Becoming uh, the top global chain, 4,000 stores outside of the U.S. All right. Uh, the headcount of domestic market at 66. There's a reason to expect the number to grow quickly uh, because uh, they're starting to uh, look at the U.S. like it's an item, a place we need to go. Uh, It features sandwiches, salads, an extensive array of baked items, including breakfast, pastries, and breads, lively business, and specialty non-alcoholic beverages. It's kind of cool. Kind of a cool idea. Uh, Another another restaurant uh, chain coming to the U.S. to be on the lookout for is Maragam Udan. And I I know I'm saying that wrong. I know I am. Uh, M-A-R-U-G-A-M-E-U-D-O-N. Authentic Japanese uh, are far from rarity in the U.S., but apparently this brings a few twists um, 
The Japanese parent operates nearly 800 shops in Japan and more than 200 around the world. And they only have three here in the U.S. So they're looking to really expand here in the U.S. Um, I don't know. Do, do we need another Japanese restaurant in the U.S.? I don't think so. Another one uh, to be on the lookout for, snakes and lattes. Snakes and lattes. Um, it's in the U.S. market. Uh, it's it's uh, it's in the U.S. market, and it's one of the surprises packed into the Canadian upstart. It's from Canada. Uh, low-tech. Hybrid features common tables and a broad selection of broad games that customers can play while sipping beer or coffee and indulging in a nosh. Uh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of a cool idea. Um, that kind of idea has been uh, thrown around. I've heard that before from several people that something like that needs to be uh, done here in the U.S. Um, similar to snakes and lattes. And uh, I that that will probably take off big. And in fact, maybe a, a something uh, along that line will take off as well because uh, people want to go and just have a place to hang out, right? And while Starbucks is a good place to go and hang out, it doesn't. There are times when you go to Starbucks and it doesn't just doesn't feel like the place to hang out. You, you know, there are people there hanging out and using the Wi-Fi and drinking their lattes, but. You want a place to go that you can just kind of sip your coffee or drink your beer. And uh, if somebody sits down and wants to play a game of checkers or chess, okay. Or you just want to sit there and be, you know, left alone and watch somebody else play a game of chess or checkers or rolling the snake eyes, baby. Uh, so be on the lookout for those uh, here in the here in the United States coming soon to a neighborhood near you. This story has been in the fat pile for a while, and, and I really kind of, it kind of ticks me off, actually. <laughs> the Toronto airport says cannabis trash cans are not free weed bins. Man, do I disagree with that. Now, I know it's Canada, all right? So this is Toronto. I got you. Uh, Toronto's almost America. Really should be counted as America. We let the damn baseball team survive. But... They talk about, uh, you know, they legalized recreational cannabis, um, and it's legal, so it's legal within Canada, and it's illegal to transport it across country borders, all right? So they set up some disposal bins for anyone who showed up for an international flight with their stash. Now, uh, the people believe that they can just dig through it and take the trash that people throw away. Uh, yes. If you're dumb enough to bring your weed to the airport and you're going international or at the border and you throw it in a trash bin, why can't I have that? You threw it away. It's not yours anymore. And how many times have we heard that once you throw it in the trash, it ain't yours? I know our government certainly believes that. Ask any of the ask any of the mobsters. Ask the buds of Whitey Bulger that just died in prison what they think about trash. Because the government's digging through their trash. You threw it away. It's ours. It's open territory. So if I'm throwing pot in a trash can, that means I'm giving it up. I should I as a 
caring green citizen who wants to make sure that trash just doesn't get left around higgly piggly around the country should be able to go through that container and you know take what i want kind of funny though that you have people fighting (laughs) i mean isn't it a little weird that they actually have the pot bin i mean you just have a trash can right you should just have a trash can so what are they what's the government planning on doing reselling it with the special trash bin, the the pot bin. Hey, just throw it in that one there. Just throw it in the weed bin. Do I get it back? No, no, no. Just put it in that one. Don't put it in the regular trash one. We'll we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. I mean, why? That doesn't seem something's fishy there. Something is going on fishy, and then they don't want people digging through it. Something is going on fishy with the Canadian government there. And if that starts to take place here in, say, like Colorado, say Denver International Airport has their weed bins, something fishy is going on. Mark my words. All right, the main, I got a great story for the fat pile today about, um, it's an adult story. Okay, it's an adult story. So I know a lot of you listen with your kids, and it's up to you. But it's a, it's a study done by EdenFantasies.com. It's a study about uh, these three little words that are a big turn on. And it talks about they, inter- they surveyed 2,000 Americans. And uh, they got uh, uh, the percentages of what people like and what they don't like and what uh, excites them and what doesn't excite them. And uh, I will tweet the story out. And I will Facebook the story out. And I may even Instagram the story out. And uh, a a hint for Instagram, uh, sometime this week, because since I'm so lazy and we had to do a thing for Mercury One, because the Mercury One uh, charity ball is coming up uh, November 17th here at the Mercury Studios. And they have auction items up for auction. And uh, Chris Cruz and I went over and did You can look for that on the Mercury One Facebook page. Um, and, uh, all kinds of really cool items in the ball. You can come to the ball, uh, here at the Mercury studios. And this is where we Mercury one pays the bills. Uh, you can register to win the Mer- Mercedes Benz too. There's a, there's a raffle for the Mercedes hundred bucks. You got a shot at the Mercedes Benz, uh, which is a really nice car and it's worth a hundred bucks. There's not a Mercedes on the planet. It's not worth a hundred bucks. So, uh, and you just drive it on out of here, but, uh, the ball, all the money that we make on the yearly M1 ball goes to pay for the expenses, pays the salaries, puts the lights on, pays for the uh, air conditioning. And I think they're running a little bit low on their cash from this year because we were over there today and the AC was not. I don't know if they didn't pay the bill. I don't know if they're waiting for the new uh, M1 ball to come in for November to pay the bill. But it was the fires of hell in that building. So help Mercury One pay for the AC for me when I go over there. And uh, look, go to mercuryone.org for the uh, <laughs> for their M1 ball this year. And it's when we say well, one of the things that this helps with, and, and I really do love this about Mercury One. Uh, it's one of my favorite things is that uh, when they ask you to donate to help whatever disaster or whatever project they're working on. Uh, that money goes to that project, 100%. Uh, most, most places don't do that. 
I, there's plenty of places where the law, they have to give, you know, 10 or 20% of the money that you give to the actual cause that they're promoting. Those charities, they, they're, I'm not saying they're scams because they're not scams. They're telling you up front, but it just seems not fair. You can quote me on that. It just seems not fair. You give a buck and 20 cents of it goes to what you want, what you want to help with. Not at Mercury One. When we ask for a dollar to help uh, help someone who was in a disaster area, that entire dollar goes to helping those people in the disaster area because of the yearly M1 gala with the auction items and the event and the donations that help pay the bills so we don't need to take money out of that. And that's I really do love that. And so we're going to start doing, uh, you know, a little show prep uh, on Instagram. Um, I don't know what I'm going to call it. Uh, fat rap, uh, fat talk. Uh, I don't know, you know, fat to be chewed, something like that on my Instagram uh, every day. And then we'll do that. Uh, we'll do that uh, pre chewing the fat. So you get a little idea of what's going on uh, for the show. Uh, each day, Monday through Friday, because this show is Monday through Friday, Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. And then Saturday, I give you a little uh, little bonus. You're welcome. On, uh, you know, we have some interviews, uh, tell a couple of stories, uh, whatever feels good for the week. And it's Halloween this week. Tomorrow, in fact, isn't it? Jeez, Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. It's the end of October. Oh. You know... Have Halloween. I mean, we've got some great Halloween stories for you. And some of them I may have to wait until Saturday just because there's not enough time. But Halloween is so much fun. There's so great stories. Because I specifically, I could do a Halloween story here or I could move into the adult story of the 2,000 Americans who were surveyed from EdenFantasies.com about, uh, you know, Americans' biggest excitements and excite-offs. And one of the things that they found was 76% of the respondents like their partner to giving them a little verbal reassurance. And uh, so we'll do that right after you hear a little bit of music because I know this is going to be for adults. So if you've got the kids listening, I mean, they can hear this. I'll make it as family friendly as I can. But I want you to know what the 20 biggest turn-ons are, according to this survey. And the 20 biggest turn-offs are, according to this survey. And it goes into turn-ons for men, turn-ons for women. Now, you can look, you can read that story out, but we're doing the top 20. This is chewing the fat. We're doing America's 20 biggest turn-ons and America's 20 biggest turn-offs. What, did you think I wasn't going to do it? Of course I'm going to do it. We're doing the top 20, okay? So if you thought I was just teasing it for something uh, wrong, all right, uh, we're going to do it. This is the top tw- America's 20 biggest turn-ons and the top 20 biggest turn-offs. So if you thought I was just teasing you, I'll give you another little musical interlude, and we can, uh, you know, you can take a break, and you can put the headphones on, or you can have the kids put their headphones on, however you want to do it. It's fine. Fine with me. I don't care. 
but I want you to know. I want this is this is science. Science, I tell you, science. America's twenty biggest and one side and twenty biggest on the other side. So while you're doing that, there'll be music, a little interlude for you to get the headphones on or put the headphones on the kids, and you can remember that you uh, I want to thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat and remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share. I look, I don't ask for much. All right. So I just ask you a little bit to subscribe. You can rate it. You don't even have to think hard about it. I'll tell you, just rate it 20 stars. Review it. You don't have to think of anything special to say. Just best podcast ever. And then share it. You just share it with anybody that you know. In fact, really, you should share it with just anybody, even if you don't know them. You got all those emails. Remember when you type when you type to send an email and you type A and all those names pop up? Send it to all of those people. And every day for 26, this is what we could do. This is your November challenge. Day 26 days. How many letters are in the alphabet again? 20, 21, 20, 20. How many ever letters are in the alphabet? How many ever letters are in the alphabet? I got people in my headphones saying, 26, I know, I got it. (laughs) Jesus. Anyway, this is your challenge, all right, each day through November 26th. Type in A. All those names that pop up, those are who you're going to send my podcast to. That's who you're going to share the podcast with that day. Okay? That's my challenge to you. Do you think you can do that? I know you can. I know you can. All right. Uh, this musical interlude for... The Separation of Adults and Children. America's top 20 biggest turn-ons and the top 20 biggest turn-offs. Brought to you by EdenFantasies.com. And of course, I will tweet the story uh, at JeffyMRA. And I'll Facebook the story, Jeff Fisher Radio. And I'll I'll even throw it up there on Instagram. With a different kind of picture with the link. Yeah, what do you mean I can't throw it up on Instagram? Of course you can. They sure can. Yes, they can. It's going up on Instagram now, whether you talk to me in my ear or not. Okay, it's going up there. You know, do you ever have to work with people that you find yourself thinking, why during the day? Ever wonder why there's a time that people retreat to their cars and want to just be left alone in silence? You know why that is? Coworkers. I just figured that one, that whole new study out from Ikea. Anyway, America's top 20 biggest turn-ons. And we're just going to run through them real quick for you because I know I know you got to go. And the kids are already pissed that you made them put headphones on. Uh, number 20, role-playing. We're just going to go down the list. 19, having uh, to be quiet and sneaky. Uh, biting, hair-pulling, spanking, rough, domination, partner doing a strip tease. Dirty talk, toys, teased, going below the belt. Try to keep it as friendly as I can for you. Eye contact during uh, the act. Lingerie, ear nibbling, undressing each other. Other partner going 
pretending to pick something up off the floor. Partner telling me, I like that. And neck kisses. Neck kisses, number one, for uh, the biggest turn on. That's, uh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Is there any phone calls, I would? Top 20, uh, top 20 turn-offs. This would probably be pretty easy to pick, right? Uh, calling me pet names in public. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, poor taste in shoes. Amen. Amen. That should be higher on the list than 19. Uh, bad driver. Yes. Being too handsy in public. Yes. Body hair. Eh. Um, yeah, I mean, nobody wants Sasquatch. Okay, it just doesn't. Nobody wants that. Lack of confidence. See, that's the, they want. They want the. They want the confident, but they don't. They want the. They want also the little, not sure kind of thing too. Being cheap. Oh yeah. Wearing too much cologne or perfume. Yeah, you never want to. I mean, cologne and perfume is supposed to be uh, enough while you're in the presence. Nice. But when you leave the room, you're not supposed to linger. Um, long fingernails. Ooh, yeah. I don't, I'm not crazy about the really, really super long fingernails either. Insecurity. I mean, that's lack of confidence, right? Baby talk. Dressing poorly. Oh, well, I mean, I am fashion. I don't have to worry about that one. Um, and I mean, please. Uh, talking too much, not listening. Man, do I hate people that talk too much. Oh, do I understand that one, man? People that talk too much. Wow. Uh, talking about exes? Oh, yeah. Yes, big time. That's a big problem on both sides of the table. Uh, being flirty with other people. Yes. I mean, that's there's a fine line between being nice and being flirty. Uh, eating with the mouth open. You should, nobody should eat with their mouth open. If you were raised to eat with your mouth open, you're, you, you were raised incorrectly. You should be raised again. Uh, being rude to the wait staff. It depends on whether they deserve it or not. Be- Apparently, Chris Cruz wants to tell the wait staff, shut up. And wants to tell you to shut up as well if you don't like the way I treat the wait staff. Shut up. I'm sure that's a turn on. Right? Telling, telling, telling your date, I don't like the way you're treating the waitstaff. Shut up! Being mean, that's another turn off. Well, it's just telling, just telling your date to shut up. That's not being mean, is it? No, of course not. Uh, poor hygiene. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Do I not like? I am so, I am such a, I hate body odor. Just the whole thing, the whole poor hygiene thing. There's no excuse for that. This We are not in caveman days. Those days are long gone. Long gone. Okay? I realize sometimes we have to sleep on sheets that are less than 5,000 count. That's the only caveman days I want back. Okay? I don't want to sleep on a rock. I just don't. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for uh, listening to Chewing the Fat. Jeff Fisher, appreciate it. Um, I think I'm thinking about uh, just walking in on Pat Gray tomorrow morning. On Pat Gray Unleashed. 
and uh, see how he likes it. Mister, I'm just walking into this podcast whenever he wants. We'll see how we'll see how he likes it on his own damn show. Yeah. Yeah. I might do that. Yeah, I also might roll over when that alarm goes off, too. That's awful early. <laughs> Thank you.